Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season... We're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching... FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Hello, welcome inside Hour 2 of the Jason Smith Show with my best friend Mike Harmon. Hobo. Where we thought we had history. We thought we had incredible history at the NFL Combine. And now we don't. Fraud show. It looked like we had the fastest combine times in the history of the NFL combine. Right, Ohio State wide receiver Chris Olave ran a four two six forty yard dash, and Baylor wide receiver Tyquan Thornton broke the record for fastest forty yard dash ever at the combine four point two one seconds. And when this came out, it was met with, uh, if these times stand up, if these times stand up, well, the times don't stand up. Uh, Thornton's time is now adjusted to 4.28, and Alave's time adjusted in a big way from 4.26 to 4.39. 
Uh, so a lot. Did they have the uh, camera on the wrong yard line or I, what? I, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I mean, I, look, it's it's so weird how they do it. How we're we're going to start here, and this is what it is. We're losing seven hundredths of a second or a tenth of a second, and you know, in, in some places it was almost like a tenth of a second for for Olave, which is really weird. He goes from a four point two six to a four point three nine. It's like, dude, that's a lot. how do you miss it by a whole tenth of a second? Yeah, I mean, that's a that's a lot. It doesn't sound like a lot, but that's a lot. I mean, you look at – I always like when NFL Network did the differences. This is the difference between a guy running a 4-5-40 and a 4-4-40. And the guy they, – they start at the same time. By the time they get 30 yards downfield, the guy in the 4-4-40 is like almost a yard ahead of the guy running the 4-5, which means you're going to wind up being more open for long passes and you're able to get by uh, players because after you get a, a good – head of steam going you're able to move by the players who are just not as fast as you so it you know one tenth of a second is a really big deal it's the difference between a guy being a superstar wide receiver and someone who's just a guy it's just a guy well just adding that extra eye-popping number to it right you you're still alave is still a guy everybody's got their eyes on uh but i could see uh, and at least in my timeline from following a, a number of the Chicago media folks, they're like, well, there goes any hope that he was going to drop down to be reunited with Justin Fields. <laughs> like, he wasn't getting there anyway, but it was a fun thought. Uh, just the, the idea that, uh, well, now he ran really fast, so they found all the memes they possibly could to uh, express their vexation. But But certainly, you know, especially for the guys that aren't, those those marquee players that you've seen time and time again, man, that's that's a huge dip. It's like, oh look, he's showed out. It's like, all right, well that's next level. Let's go back and look at his game tape, right? The game speed versus practice speed versus workout speed. Trying to reconcile all of those things. Famously, that was always the Jerry Rice thing. It's like he didn't look that fast. He didn't need to be. He just found a space and got open, <laughs> right? He was crafty, but it's it's disappointing. I was really hoping we had history and, and chaos here, uh, and unfortunately, now it's all just about hand size again. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just like that. All of this. Wow, look at these guys. They're they're breaking the clock, and and you have all these former NFL players being asked, "Hey, what did you run?" It's like not that. <laughs> <laughs> not that. And now they're like, hey, maybe I come back over the top. You know, I ran faster than that guy. <laughs> <laughs> you saw my time. It was, I was really fast there, man. I was real. That was me. You saw me go. I was. I remember the first time I ran a 40-yard dash in high school. And I was so nervous because, you know, look, you get made fun of if you're, if you're uh, you know, depending how fast you are. I go, let me, just, let me just run it in less than six seconds, right? That's all I wanted. Let me just run it less than six seconds. That's all I want to do. And, and so when I ran... And I, you know, going, I'm like, oh, my God, this is the first time I've done it. And, and the coach hits the stopwatch. Obviously, this is, you know, very unscientific. He goes, ah, all right, 5-6. I was like, oh, thank you. All right, I made it less than – that's all I want to do is have it less than six seconds. And I was so – and I felt so fast. I ran a 5 – I remember telling the coach, I ran a 5-6. Coach goes, 5-6? Five, five, yeah, oh, okay, all right. I'm like, oh, I should not have told him that. I should not. I was just more excited for myself. Like, how many people run it in less than six seconds? Maybe half the team. Maybe I, I don't know, but I was so excited. Coach was like, yeah, five, six. Great. Great, Jason. You go with the defensive backs over here. Just just go over here. Go over there. 
That's what I want you to be right now. <laughs> you and your panda hands. Oh my god! <laughs> it was. It was. I was so excited. You were so proud, and then he, he basically smacked you upside the head. I was. I was. I was really excited, and then it was just didn't. Uh, then it just didn't work for me. Just. It's okay, work. buddy. It's not your fault, and it's oh, a long boy. time ago. We don't judge you by that anymore. But here's the one that we talk about speed, the wide receivers, right, with Alave and, you know, and, and the great run by Tyquan Thornton. We mentioned last hour the Ohio State wide receiver room, and that's one trend that has really not been given enough attention the last two or three years. For, you know, forget about the quarterbacks for a second that are going at the top of the draft you know, every year. We spend so much time talking about them. And, 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 and you know, we get to other positions that are always the sexy ones, defensive end, shut down cornerback, and, and, and left tackles. These are the ones that really get, we get excited about. But this run in the last three years of wide receivers – taken in the first round and early second is absolutely superstar laden. I mean, you, you, you talk about the, the position that when you got, get guys with a first round grade, you know you're getting a great one. All right, just going back the last three years. Last year in the NFL draft, your first round picks were Jamar Chase, Jalen Waddell, Devontae Smith, and Kadarius Toney. Right, those are your first round. Three out of four ain't picks, bad. Right? And, and Tony may be good. He was good when he was on the field. He just couldn't stay on the field last year. But when he was on the field, he was pretty good. He had a couple of big games. But you look at Jamar Chase, become a superstar. Jaylen Not Waddle bad for a guy that couldn't catch anything in preseason. <laughs> no, remember when it was, oh, boy, he's got so many drops. Oh, Jamar Chase, I'm, I'm taking him out of my fantasy rankings because Jamar Chase can't catch a thing. Not drafted. I'm going to take somebody else now. Going back wondering, hey, did they measure his hands? I mean, what are we doing? <laughs> Uh, Jalen Waddle caught 100 passes on an offense that threw the ball about 100 times. All right, so that that's a really big deal. I mean, he had a great season last year, and you you don't think about it. And Devontae Smith had a pretty good year last year for the Eagles. He, you know, mm-hmm. he had some weeks where he was you know wasn't quite what Waddle was, wasn't quite what Jamar Chase was. But there's no doubt this guy's a star. And then Kadarius Tony might be one. Then you go to the draft a year ago. Obviously, Henry Ruggs had a different situation, and now he's obviously never going to play again. Was going to uh, be an impact player, but, but he was obviously right? off off the field. He's he's now finished. Look at the other guys. Jerry Judy, superstar, right? Let's, let's get a quarterback there. C.D. Lamb, the new number one receiver of the Dallas Cowboys, right? Justin Jefferson, one of the top three receivers in the NFL. Brandon Ayuk, terrific receiver. T. Higgins, terrific receiver. Hollywood Brown, the year before, taken in the first round when they only took a couple of guys in the first round. And then you get to the early parts of the second round, which were Debo Samuel and Michael Pittman Jr., the early rounds, wide receiver, it, you, you, you can't miss. I mean, I, I don't know how you if – you're, if you're a team that needs a wide receiver, you're going to get a great player. I mean, that's some kind of pedigree where there are no busts. There are absolutely no busts of guys that got on the field, staying on the field and playing. The, like I said, the worst one has been Kadarius Toney, but many teams would take him because he was hurt last year, and when he played, he played okay. But that's some, the, the wide receiver position, the way guys are coming into the NFL now, it, it, it's better than we've ever seen before. And this is why you're seeing all these teams able to put up video game numbers because you, there, you can. there's three or four guys, maybe five guys in every draft that you can get that you say, I'm going to get a star player. 
and their star wide receiver showing up every single year. That's not given enough attention that how well they are in the NFL draft. Don't wait late. Take a guy early because you got a guy that's going to catch 100 passes. And the well, Bengals think, wouldn't be in the Super Bowl without Jamar Chase. I mean, just look at where well, you're at now for the well, first Well, just round remember what years. that battle was, right? I mean, everybody wanted Panay Sewell. Uh, you had some outliers calling for Slater, and, and maybe that uh, might have been me really loudly. But, you know, I, on my mock draft, I had Jamar Chase saying, go get your guy, right? Go find another offensive lineman, and clearly they still need to do a lot of work there. But you found a guy that, as, as Joe Burrow so eloquently said, uh, he's out there somewhere. Just put it up. So you have that opportunity. And, look, all the rules have been changed to help – young wide receivers get acclimated that much faster, right? It's not to, just the quarterbacks that are, are benefiting from this because you, you can't drill them in the pocket, outside the pocket. There's, there's just so many rules uh, and interpretations thereof that we watch. It's a sliding target on a week-to-week basis. But in the once you're out in a route after five yards – you're not getting touched anymore. So guys are finding their space. And if you got the wingspan, again, quarterbacks willing to go and and throw it up and make plays. So, yeah, that trend continues. Go find your playmakers. And then, you know, you still need to build inside out. I'm still an advocate for the O-line and D-line that you got to go do that work. And and certainly this year you're going to see a lot of that. I know it's boring television when it's offensive linemen after offensive linemen being drafted, but uh, that's that's got to have guys that do the dirty work too. But certainly at the wide receiver position, yeah, we've got impact guys all up and down the boards. Real credit card questions require real people, someone who understands your issues and works to resolve them with you. That's why Discover offers helpful U.S.-based reps available 24-7. Discover, exceptionally common sense. You really have to work to biff a wide receiver in the first round of the draft now, to really take the wrong guy. You have to real. it's not easy. You have to really work at it to pick that wrong guy, because there's just not anybody. You got to really work at it. It's a change, change in the game, man. Uh, you know, look, even even Kyle Pitts, right? Who you you have as a wide receiver slash tight end, and he'll probably want to be a tight end until it's time to get paid, and then he'll say, "Hey, I'm a wide receiver," uh, because the <laughs> <laughs> because when you start getting into uh, the franchise tags, it's a bigger number. Uh, but like he really he quietly, very quietly, went over a thousand yards this year. And and so another guy that you check the box, got it done. And then you had a lot of impact players, and not to say that, you know, just single out the wide receivers. You, know, you had a lot of guys that were starting to become impact players defensively and, and miss significant time. That That's the larger concern I think I had, is the number of guys that are missing multiple games uh, and long stretches, and certainly early in the season, you know, for some of those soft tissue injuries. we got to figure out how to, how to exile that from the – the game that we love, but certainly for fantasy purposes, yeah, get those mock drafts fired up and make sure you get those rookie receivers get roll them nice in. and high. Get Chris Olave, get Drake London. Yeah, make sure you get those guys, man. They're all there. They you are love the all Drake? there for you. Love the Drake. I love the Drake. Hate the Drake. I love the Drake. Love the Drake. Had to do Tw- it. Twitter at How About a Fresca. Mike gets swollen dome. The Jason Smith show with Mike Carmen. Just think about how t- how hard it is to really biff on a wide receiver in the first two rounds of the draft oh it's difficult it's a new world order man remember when you used to say don't take them early 
Even the Jets got it right when they got Elijah Moore. He's going to want to be in their best receiver. Even the Jets got it right with a wide receiver. If that happens, you know anybody can get it right. Because if the Jets get something right in the draft, hey, okay, this wow. is the door is open for everybody. Look at you. Got a, got a nice slam in on your team before you got out of that topic as well. Uh, Good for you. That's the way it goes. Dealing with a dead battery, head to Autos on America's number one battery destination. They offer free battery services like free battery testing and free battery charging. Their free battery testing can help you know if you need a new battery or not. And if you do happen to need a replacement battery, they can help with that too. They got reliable replacement batteries starting at just $79.99. And they're the only place you can find proven tough Duralast batteries. So next time you're having battery trouble, head to Autos. AutoZone, your battery solution in America's number one battery destination. Well, speaking of the NFL and the Combine, Malik Willis, Kenny Pickett, all these stars getting all kinds of time. Do they really translate? Will they be stars at the next level? We're going to talk to the number one guy who's seen them play for the past few years and get his analysis. Will these players be stars at the next level? Find out coming up next right here. Jason and Mike, this is Fox. Hobo. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, 
Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of Challenge Champion. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Real credit card questions require real people, someone who understands your issues and works to resolve them with you. That's why Discover offers helpful U.S.-based representatives available 24-7 Discover, exceptionally common sense. Well, here we are, big Thursday night, NFL Combine, Malik Willis getting all the run. Oh, he's going to be a top five guy after the performance tonight. Kenny Pickett's hands are too small. Desmond Ritter is really fast. Chris Olave runs a 4 3 40 are these guys going to be stars at the next level? There is no one better to talk to than a guy who's watched every second of all their games since they hit the college map. He is the editor-in-chief, proprietor, owner, Grand Poobah of collegefootballnews.com, your one-stop shopping for college football, college football insider extraordinaire Pete Futak. He is on Twitter, at Pete Futak. Pete, what's happening, buddy? Oh, a lot of things in the world, but uh, the you know, Combine stuff's interesting, too. This has been kind of, uh, you know, kind of fun so far as a distraction from everything else. Yeah, you know, look, it, it's been fun to see. And, and look, we know we're, we talked about the wide receivers the last couple of years in the top rounds of the draft and how well they've been. But, you know, clearly, look, the quarterbacks are going to be the big centers of attention. And Malik Willis certainly getting a lot of that tonight. You know, some of his throws against air look really pretty. And he's athletic and he's said all the right things and done all the right things. Is he really that good? Do you believe in that he translates to the next level? Sure, he, he translates to the next level. I, I, I'm not sold that he is this be-all, end-all franchise guy who is going to be you know, the next MVP or the next superstar. In the, you know, are you going to win a Super Bowl because you have Malik Willis? I'm not exactly sold on that, but this is not that class. You know, this, is, this draft is not going to be all that sexy. I mean, it's going to have, you know, some really great wide receivers, uh, but there's not like a Najee Harris level running back who's, I think, is going to be like the, the obvious franchise changer. We always know that there's some guy who's going to go in the fifth round 
who's going to be everyone's you know first round fantasy running back for the next ten years. Uh, but there isn't just that obvious guy. Uh, the receivers are great. I don't know if there's necessarily Jamar Chase, but there are certainly you know the, the Ohio State guys are great. Once Jamison Williams gets healthy, he's going to be great. I mean, John Metchie when he gets healthy, he's going to be great. Uh, Drake London is getting healthy again, and he's going to be good. But like, there's not that one guy who you got to say, yeah, he's got to be top five. It's going to be a lot of pass rushers, going to be a lot of offensive tackles. And when it comes to the quarterbacks, Kenny Pickett's okay. You know, it's, it's, it's fine, but is he the game changer? I don't quite think so. Sam Howell, you know, there's so many question marks about him. Desmond Ritter's got all the tools. So, yeah, they, they, for all these quarterback-starved teams, it stinks, but sometimes the answer is just none of the above, especially – you know, when you have a world that, you know, Carson Wentz isn't good enough right now for the Indianapolis Colts. We don't know if TB12 is going to come back. We don't know if Aaron Rodgers is going to be a Denver Bronco. So so can you find your free agent quarterback somewhere? Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo is not getting any takers. I still think he's probably just good enough to be as good as any of these you know rookies are going to be. So there's a lot of question marks out there. Obviously, Pete, you mentioned uh, Kenny Pickett. I mean, we got to go to the hand size thing. I mean, hands. you know, because it, it takes all the headlines and it gets Jason all excited. Tiny so, baby hands. Look at what he's doing. <laughs> Little tiny baby. Here we hands. go again, Pete. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Look, I, I'm. It's. I am a believer when it comes to the NFL draft. Don't try to change something that you're looking for. Like, don't try to buck the system. You know, I'm not, I'm a, I am want quarterbacks to be 6'4", 230. You know, give me a guy who, you know, give me Cam Newton or give me a Josh Allen side. I mean, I want, I want the big, strong, athletic quarterbacks uh, not, as opposed to, you know, the guys who, you know, might break the norm a little bit. It doesn't matter. Look, Kenny, Kenny Pickett can grip the ball. It's not, you know, that, that extra quarter of an inch. I know the magical... You know, oh, you should have nine-inch hands or whatever. But you know, it's, it's not going to be the make-or-break part of them. He was able to play in Pittsburgh. He's obviously figured out how to, you know, get past his problems with this. Uh, that's not going to be a, a, the issue. But certainly it's one of those, you know, things everyone likes to make a really big deal out of just because it's a tangible thing uh, that's a little bit different. But seriously, if his hands were nine you know, inches, one quarter, it just doesn't matter that much. All right, so before we change positions and when we get outside of the quarterbacks, if I said to you, all right, all the guys you've seen, whether they've taken the first round or not, who's going to have the best NFL career? All the guys, you know, headed to the draft right now, whether it's Willis, Ritter, who's going to, when it's all said and done, this guy will have the best career. And, and it, could be, it could be someone who, hey, they had a good career, they were able to stay in the league for a while, they started for a few years, and they were a really good backup. Who's going to have the best overall career, do you see? If you're going to really go technical on this, historical, it's going to be a punter who goes <laughs> who gets drafted in the fifth round and is around for, for 16 years. Because uh, that, that really is usually the, the guys who would turn out to be the best value picks for the position. Uh, but in terms of the, the high end guys, the offensive tackles. Look, you know, no, Evan no, I'm, Neal, I'm in quarterback wise, Pete. I'm sorry, I meant oh, like, which, which, oh, which, which of the quarterbacks did, did yeah. you see having that having the best NFL career? I don't like any of them, really, in terms of, like, there's there's not a, look, there's not a, I know he had a rough first year, there's not a Trevor Lawrence 
You know, there's not a, a Trey Lance where you can see, yeah, okay, that okay, Trey Lance might, you know, he's young, he needed a little bit of uh, more, you know, time and upside, but you can kind of see with Trey Lance last year, like, like yeah, that guy's got everything that he's going to uh, eventually become a star. Uh, Mac Jones was walking right into a great season. Justin Fields, you know, for all his accomplishments, you just you just don't have that guy in this draft. And you know, I think, but if you're Pittsburgh, if you're Washington. Okay, you know, you're, 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 Kenny Pickett should be fine, Malik Willis should be fine, but to, to directly answer your question, I would actually rather go with the value of later on. I think Sam Howell is a, a boomer bust guy who could boom. Uh, Malik Willis probably has the, the biggest upside of anybody uh, of this group, but you're going to have to probably take him in the top 10, which is a little high, uh, considering where all those quarterbacks went last year. And the other guy I kind of think, I, I'm really kind of curious to see uh, where he lands. Uh, Carson Strong out of Nevada. He's he, There's a lot of knocks against him, but he does have kind of pro skills that I think could translate well. Uh, but overall, I'm just kind of eh on this, this class of quarterbacks. Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon here, Fox Sports Radio. On the hotline with us, our guy, Pete Futek. We're talking all things NFL Combine and Draft at Pete Futek, where you find him on Twitter. Of course, collegefootballnews.com is where you can read all the breakdowns. And then once we get back in season, he picks every game. He does not sleep. He needs more coffee and actually. more caffeine. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's how I live. Exactly right. He also says, it's not my fault your school isn't better at college football. So to that end, Pete, uh, you you were starting to talk uh, as Jason got obsessive uh, with trying to find a needle in the the haystack of the quarterbacks. Because as soon as you said anything positive about Jimmy Garoppolo enlisting quarterbacks, uh, he tuned you out. out. So uh, let's talk about those offensive linemen. (laughs) Let's talk about those guys that are going to make tongues wag and are going to protect these high-priced quarterbacks along the way. Exactly. Hey, Jimmy G, though, got to a Super Bowl and almost got to another. You know, there's something to be said that I'm with. Yeah, yeah. He's, it's, he's, Jimmy G is not your answer. But, yeah, that's the, the offensive tackles. Look, Evan Neal, I think at the end of the day, is going to be the number one overall pick. I, I mean, I know Aiden Hutchinson's right there. Kevin Thibodeau has probably the best upside of anybody in this draft. And I, I like other guys like George Karloftis out of Purdue, I think is going to be a nice value pick. Uh, but Evan Neal, I mean, guys patterning his game after Larry Allen. You know, if you're getting a guy who's close to Larry Allen, that's the number one overall pick. Uh, and a cornerstone guy who can help protect a, uh, a Trevor Lawrence that you just, you know, stick on the line and there's your offensive tackle. But this is an offensive tackle rich draft from about – 17-ish to 32, you're going to see a whole lot of tackles go off the board. Uh, So that really is going to be the the premier spot, that and pass rusher. So there's some wide receivers there again. Quarterbacks are going to be the story because they're always the story. But really it's in the draft about offensive tackles and defensive defensive end and edge rushers. Well, Pete, that's the thing. All you got to do is just keep drafting Ohio State wide receivers every year, and you're, you're all set. I mean, that's really what you need to do. Or Alabama wide receivers, seriously. I mean, and they, they didn't even have the best guys yet. That's the you know that's the crazy part about you know college football right now, and the the bad system that you have to be three years out of high school. Bryce Young's the number one pick, you know, or number two or number three. I mean, uh, 
he would be the guy that everyone, even though he's you know not that big, he's the guy that gets everyone all excited. And you know the best pass rushers are still coming back to college this year uh, and can't you know turn pro yet. So uh, it's going to be a better draft overall next year. Uh, but you're right, you know Jackson Smith and Bigley, he is the best wide receiver of that Ohio State trio. And Chris Olave just ripped, ripped off a lot of 4-2-something, and he's going to be great. Garrett Wilson's probably a top-10 overall pick. Uh, so these Ohio State wide receivers, they, they, they do something right there when it comes to those guys. Yeah, they screwed Olave. They they now uh, updated it to a four point three nine. Yeah, that really yeah, screwed him, man. Yeah. That's a, that's good. That's like a whole two hours of a later. Second you missed more than that, man. From four two six to four three nine, it's like oh, now he's slow. Now yeah, fast, <laughs> fast like is fast. No matter what, no matter what it is, that, those guys can all move. But uh, uh, yeah, it's these guys. And this is going to be a fun draft full of receivers. Uh, there's a lot of very, very good ones. And, you know, now it's sort of switched. It used to be wide receiver is kind of a, you know, kind of a fool's gold uh, spot to take with so many. That, that's one of the most bustable positions that seems like it should be so easy to figure out. And, you know, last year started to change that a little bit. I mean, Jamar Chase, you know, is one of the first, you know, top you know, five, ten wide receiver picks in a long time to really play like it. Uh, and I think now everyone sees what that is. And, you know, they want the next, you know, they want those passing the catchers out there uh, because that's the game. That's the NFL game. You've got to have the superstars to do it. You cannot have enough of them. And this draft is going to have a lot going in the first round. There could be at least five receivers that are going to go in the first round. Pete, let me back it out just to the the beginning part of this. We do we always talk uh, in season about how much you're watching and evaluating and all the write ups yep. that you do. Um, what do you take away from the combine? Is it just uh, affirming what you've seen? Do you, is there something that opens your eyes and that you look for specifically? How do you come at the the approach of this week? Can't I always? I know there's the idea you can't hurt could help. Uh, I think it does matter it's, because the thing about the combine isn't just, you know, you're going to have the one guy who comes out there and just, you know, blows the doors off the place with, you know, his just ability, his all-around skills and something. I mean, it's crazy how athletic these guys are. I mean, you think about, you know, the verticals just in and of itself. These guys have better vertical jumps than NBA players. I mean, these, are, these guys are the craziest athletes really overall on the planet in so many ways considering you know what they're doing at the combine and all you're really kind of looking for is you know who's kind of not fitting the type and uh, you always get you can get too bogged down and i remember thinking oh joe hayden he ran like a you know a five nine forty or something crazy slow and like nah that's not you don't take a chance on joe hayden it obviously turned out to be good you know so you, you can get too caught up in the numbers but you just kind of want to say if you've got a, an opinion on a player that you've seen and all of a sudden, he just kind of looks the part when he's all next to the other guys, you know, the, the freak of nature athletes, and he can keep up with them and, and runs as well as they do and can do all the things they do and looks as fluid as everyone else. Then it really kind of confirms what you've already seen. Uh, and then, of course, there's always the guys who just blow the thing up, and then you're like, you have to go back and look and kind of see, okay, why wasn't he on the radar earlier if he was that good? Uh, so that's really more. But, but really, for the, the scouts themselves, They'll always tell you what they like more than anything else is getting to meet these guys. It's the interview process. It's just getting to you have to find out what kind of guys they are. Uh, and in that way, Malik Willis is is going to earn himself a lot of draft spot, higher draft picks because this because 
he is off the charts in terms of just you know great guy personality. Not that these other guys aren't, uh, but he's just a kind of a special guy when it comes to uh, just who he is. Uh, so in that way, he's one of those face of the franchise guys that I think someone is going to want to overpay for in the first round. So that really is just kind of getting to see and get to know these guys, which is what these scouts get to do in one in one setting. He's on Twitter at Pete Futek. That is at Pete Futek. CollegeFootballNews.com, your one-stop shopping for college football and all the big college basketball evaluations and predictions as we get into tournament time. Uh, check it out there. Pete's got all the predictions there as well. Again, CollegeFootballNews.com. Pete, as always, buddy, thanks for your time. We'll talk to you soon, my friend. Hey, time, guys. You have a good one. See you, Pete. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball. We usually talk all basketball all the time, but it's more about the stories about what made these people love their sport and all the interesting interactions along the way. We talk to coaches. We talk to players. We tell you stories. You download it. You listen to it. I think you'll like it. Listen to All Ball with Doug Gottlieb on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic Gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray, rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. 
what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the Challenge Gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of Challenge Champion. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Uh, right now, <laughs> that peacock that is the Los Angeles Lakers is not flying. Not only that, they've had their wings clipped, maybe cut off entirely. After a spirited comeback in which the Lakers had a couple of alley-oop dunks that looked awesome, Russell Westbrook had one, Malik Monk had one, uh, with five and a half to go in the third quarter, the Clippers now lead it 92-67. to 67. The yeah, Clippers they just are broke, abs- uh, yeah, Lakers just broke a five-and-a-half-minute scoring drought. They are being outscored in the third quarter 26 to 4. 26 to 4 here in the third quarter and a close game has turned into a Clippers runaway. Uh look, I know that LeBron has been and we'll have more on this coming up in a few minutes. I know LeBron has talked about staying till the end and the fight is done. He ain't sticking around to watch this team just free fall out of the playoffs. Not doing it. Not doing I know that there's it's tangible now because we talked about it a little bit. It's kind of fun. Hey, we talked about when's LeBron going to come up with a phantom injury? Oh, no, no, no. I got to be 12 feet under. Uh, maybe LeBron is planning on I'll wait a week, week and a half. Well, and thanks then, for listening to Fox Sports Radio. Up. Then I'll I mean, it's always we always know the luminaries are out there, Smith, but it's always yeah. good to have them confirm it like that. Yeah, then I'll wind up with an injury. Not right now. No, we're fighting right now. But in a couple of weeks when maybe we've fallen, we're just about to fall out of the playoff. Then I'm shutting it down shutting it down. I'm not going to have that be the optic that gets played on TV all the time. Not going to happen. Uh, so, again, Clippers with the lead over the Lakers, 94-67. Did you see that last possession? In the third quarter. Not mm. that we want to do play-by-play, you know, possession-by-possession. Possession. Russell Westbrook just missed a layup, got his own rebound, and instead of going back up with it, dribbled out uh, towards the free-throw line, turned – and promptly hit back iron. Well, maybe he didn't know what the score was. Like like J.R. Smith, he didn't know what the score was. Didn't know I could go back up with a shot that way. 
Just unbelievable. <laughs> it, 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 really, it, it was a great synopsis of, of the way this third mm. quarter uh, has operated. Oof, the uh, You know what, though? It's a Clippers home game, so at least they're not being booed by the home fans. No, that's true. Oh, that's true. too soon? No, no, not, not too soon. Not at all. Okay. Not at all. Uh, I hate to say I told you so. Never, never. I, it's I, your favorite phrase in the English language. It is. I do really like that. we got to find up something better. Like, I love saying I told you. I hate to say I told you so. But remember the other night when, when I threw it out there that, you know, everything going on here with the MLB lockout makes it seem like no matter what, the owners wanted to not have games in April. They were going to use April as the leverage month to get the players to sign whatever deal they want to make. And as time went on, now it seems like that's the case, right? Go back to the beginning of it. It looked like they were getting close, and at the very end, they the MLB added a bunch of stuff the players were never going to agree to in the last two days, larger bases. Why the hell are you adding larger bases, right? We want a pitch clock. We want the band to shift. We want larger bases. Let's just throw a bunch of stuff in there that they don't want because – April is a notorious low revenue month. We've talked about this. And owners are okay losing the tiny bit they're doing here because they're going to make it all back later on in the year. This is just okay. And before you think, boy, the little conspiracy theory that the Major League Baseball is really just good with having no games. Um, teams don't have to rebate regional sports networks, right, to carry all the games across the country in your local market. They don't have to rebate any regional sports networks until after 25 games have been missed. So Major League Baseball is saying, we got time on this. Let's get the, te- let's get the players mm-hmm. to panic. Let's get them to take our – because we told them, you're not getting paid, right? Whatever winds up happening this year, these are missed games. You are not getting paid. Everything else, hey, we'll find a way to make our money back on for us. But for you, you're not getting paid. Now how much does it look like Major League Baseball planned all of this for April? They planned an April shutdown. They were, we were never going to get an agreement. This was how it was going to go all along because this was going to be a leverage month for Major League Baseball. Now 100%, it seems like that's what it is. And no matter what the players agree to, I'm sure Major League Baseball would say, well, we really, we, we're, we're going to add other crazy stuff too just to get you to not deny it because we really don't want baseball this month because we don't want to back off what we're what we're offering and we want you to be forced to take it now 100 percent, i think that's the case yeah we we've seen so many different leaks now of uh not necessarily giving us individual owners but you can kind of read the the tea leaves based on past business practices or if you say do a weekly uh spot in one of the uh, cities for Major League Baseball, Baltimore, uh, as to who's standing up and causing problems in these regards, uh, Angelus, uh, that you, you, uh, we just need to identify the other three at this point, and we can still probably make educated guesses, but also just recognizing that there's leaks of multiple guys saying, hey, we want to break the union, right? That was one of the objectives to this whole process. And right now they're resolute. They're dancing together. It's kind of like the Grinch when he's looking down. It's like, they're still singing. They're still together. It's like any, any, <laughs> they're doing everything they can to try to break the spirit of Ouville. And thus far it has not worked. If nothing else, they're coming back with more resolve and vitriol. And Mike Trout, who tweeted, did we say that enough yesterday? They got Mike <laughs> Trout to go on social media. And it wasn't uh, about weather, and it wasn't no, about true. the Eagles. 
Yeah, no, no, no. You're right. No, you're you're right about that. When you get Mike, when you get Mike Trout upset, that's a really big deal. But you know what? That's going to get into a bigger point. We're going to make in a few minutes about what Major League Baseball has done that's going to backfire on them. But clearly, now this is that strategy, and and I'm hoping that as days go on, it becomes more and more evident that Major League Baseball clearly wanted this to be the outcome, and then they're going to lose their leverage, they're going to lose their bargaining power, and we'll get an agreement sometime sooner. Because if if if, if that continues to be the narrative, yeah, they're not gonna, that's not going to win. That's not going to be a winning narrative for them, and they're going to have to answer for it. Bad business, man. Just like the, uh, the Buccaneers, as Bruzarian said about <laughs> trading Tom Brady. Just, it, it, there's so much being lost, and it's short-sighted. And just saying, ah, once we open up the gates, everybody will come back. I got news for you. They won't. <laughs> They won't. They won't find other things to do until your team is competitive down the stretch. Then maybe you get some of it back. But otherwise, big losses. Uh, A big thing that could backfire for Major League Baseball and what the NFL Combine's really about. Coming up next right here, Fox. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at, at First, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael 
to the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.